Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Yevam Mustaf Lamed Hey. Today is the last daf of the third parak and the first daf of the fourth parak of Masechus Yevamus. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, an honor of his wife and children. is also sponsored Liz Chusr for Shlema, for Esther Basara Shishtav for Shlema, Vesoch Shar Choli Yisrael. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So we are holding about six lines from the end of the page on Daf Lam Dalit and Omar Shmuel. Today we're going to discuss the concept of three months of Havchana, that you have to wait three months in order to be able to know who the father of a child is. So in between marriages or in between potential deals with different people, you have to wait three months and we're going to discuss what about Ketanim, what about Ketanos, if a girl is being Niskayer or she was a Shvuya, a Shivcha, Shiniftu, Shinstakru, all of those cases and she's under, uh, and, and she's, uh, she's a katana, she's under 12 years old. Do we still need to wait the three months? We assume she's unable to become pregnant at that stage anyway. And uh, that's pretty much, and then we're at the end of the parak, at the end of the Lamreyam uh, Ralev, we're also going to talk about Psul Kahuna when it comes to the case of, uh, of, of people that uh, switched wives by accident, whether uh, that's a, in, in what case, what that means when our Mishnah says that she's Pasa Lakuna. We have three different possibilities of what case the Mishnah was speaking about. And then, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to begin the fourth parak of Mesech Zivamos, and we're going to talk about Chalitza and Yibum Anemu Uberes, when if a woman is pregnant or turns out to be pregnant, so it doesn't matter if the Vlad is a Ben Kayama or not a Ben Kayama, and fundamentally we're going to have a Machlokas where the Chalitza works. Does it uh, does it count as a chalitza? Let's say the vlad is not a ben kayama. So it turns out that she needs a chalitza, but you did a chalitza before you knew that. You did a chalitza while she was a muberis. Does it work or does it not work? So the Gemara is going to bring several rayas whether chalitza works on a muberis. So we are holding six lines from the end of the page on daflam dalit and beis. We're going to have two versions of a statement of Shmuel. Version number one, Amr Shmuel, v'kulan trichos laamtin shlosh chadashim. Any woman that has bia and uh, that, that uh, the, whether they're roi to have a child, whether they're not roi to have a child, that then has uh, uh, that then gets divorced and becomes an almana and now wants to get remarried, needs to wait three months in order so that if they give birth, we'll be able to know wh- who the child belongs to, whether it belongs to the first husband or the second husband, because three months is enough time to see whether she's pregnant. I. What about the women that are not roios lele that aren't able to give birth? Chutz, uh, we're goes to them, atu the ruios leilid. So they also need to wait three months with only two exceptions. Chutz mi giyores umishukreres katana. Except for a giyores katana and a mishukreres katana. Meaning if they're less than 12 years old and they convert or become shibchalitz mishukreres, since they cannot become pregnant, they don't need to wait three months after they go to the mikveh. Even though a stam nachris and a stam shibcha we assume had znus, but giyores, it's a is not shchiach, so we're not gozer a katana atu a gedola a giyoras and mishukharas are cases that are not shchiach, so we don't have to be gozer a case of a katana atu a gedola. Had it been a gedola mishukharas or a gedola giyoras, certainly you'd have to wait three months. That's how we paskin. We do wait three months by a gedola giyoras, but uh, but a katana we're not going to be gozer since uh, since it's not not so shchiach to have a gerus or a shichur. Aval katana basi sol. So the gemara is medayik from Shmuel that. 
he says the only exceptions to this rule are Giyores and Mushukhara's Katana. The implication is that a Katana Bas Yisrael, even though she cannot become pregnant, and therefore there's no question about who the father is if she becomes pregnant after the Geros, you still need to wait three months until you let her get remarried. Apparently, when it comes to Abbas Yisrael, we are Gozer, a Katana, a Tugadola. So says Mar, what do you mean, a Katana? How could a Katana have been married? How did a Katana end the marriage? Ubimai, what kind of situation was it that the Katana was previously married and now she's no longer married? If it's a case where her mother and her brother gave her over for a Kiddushin Mitrabanan, and therefore she had the ability to do Miyun, where she was able to walk away from the marriage, and that's where Shmuel is saying that you need to wait three months from Shmuel to Lobaya. Shmuel himself said that a Yotzeh's Miyun does not need to wait three months until she gets remarried, because in such a case, we are not Gozer Katana Atu Gadola, because a Gadola is not Yotzeh Bimiyun, so no one's ever going to confuse that with the situation of a Gadola. It only makes sense for it to be Gozer if what's happening to the Ketana could have happened to a Gedola. But if she's Yotzeh's B'miyun, a Gedola doesn't end the marriage with Miyun. V'i beget, and if we're talking about a case where a Ketana was, was married because her father gave her over for Kiddush, and so it was a real marriage on a Daraisa level. And therefore the marriage ended with a get, with which, which is a real get me Daraisa. So that's where Shmuel is saying that you have to wait three months. But Ha'amr Shmuel Chadazimna, that, that's uh, obvious. Shmuel already taught us that halacha one. That if a katana receives a get, she needs to wait three months. Domer Shmuel, because Shmuel taught us that if you have a katana that was only married midrabanan mianabo in its rechalamtin shlosh chadashim. If she did meun, uh, if she she rejected the marriage, then you you uh, don't need to wait three months. But nasan la get. But if she was married midoraisa and the husband gave her a get rechalamtin shlosh chadashim, then you do need to wait the three months. So why does Shmuel have to tell me the same did that he already taught me that if a marriage ends in a get with a katana that she needs to wait the three months so we're back to the question what exactly is the chiddush of the diuk of Shmuel Shmuel said the only time you don't need to wait three months is a giyores and a meshukhras katana but the diuk is that a basi soil katana you do need to wait the three months so either it's obvious or it's wrong if it's by me and it's wrong if it's by a get it's obvious it must be what Shmuel is telling us is if uh, Katana had znus that even if she was mizana, you need to wait the three months until she can get married to somebody else. Because Rabban Katana, Mishum Katola, the Rabban goes in a case of a Katana that was mizana, that she needs to wait three months until she can get remarried, even though Katana cannot become pregnant. So you don't have the real concern of Havchana figuring out the yichus of the child. They made a gazer, Mishum Katola, where you do have the concern of Havchana. But a Giyaris or Mishum Katana, Shmuel is matir because it's not Shriach, and therefore they were not Gozer atu a Gedola. But Znus is apparently Shriach, and therefore, in the case where Katana was Mizane, we're going to require three months. A Katana Bas Yisrael was Mizane, we're going to require three months. Umiga Zrin Katana Mishum Gedola, but is that true? Do we make a Gzeira of a Katana having to wait three months atu a Gedola who has to wait three months? Vatnan, but didn't our Mishnah tell us in the case where he had two men that were Makadesh, two women, and then they accidentally walked, came, went home with the wrong wives, and each one was Boel Eishas Chavero, that they have to be mafresh the women from their husbands for three months in order to know who's uh, in, in case 
case they're pregnant to know who the father is. But in Hayu our Mishnah said, but if these girls were Ketanos that could not become pregnant anyway, then then right away we let them go back to their original husbands. And you don't need to wait the extra three months. So you see very clearly we are not Gozer. Ketana Atu Gedola. We let them go back right away. The Aruch the, Lener uh, raises a question. Maybe the Mishnah holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Shitas Rabbi Yehuda is that we're not Gozer Nisui Ketana Atu Nisui Gedola. And maybe Shmuel is holding like Rabbi Meir that we are Gozer Ketana Atu Gedola. There's going to be a sugya that we're going to have on Daf Membeis. So uh, Shmuel holds that uh, not only are we Gozer Ketana Atu Gedola, but Hua didn't. By Znus, we Gozer Ketana Atu Gedola. So maybe that's what Shmuel is assuming like Rabbi Meir and the, and the Tana of Armish is assuming like Rabbi Yudah, and therefore you can't ask any Kasha from our Mishnah. So the Archimedes suggests that the Kasha of the Gemara is based on what we said in yesterday's daf, where we reminded the Mishnah like Rabbi Meir, meaning once we already said that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Meir, so then you can't say, oh, maybe the Mishnah is holding like Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, uh, that answer is closed off to us. So we're asking now, how can Shmuel say we're Gozer, that when a Yisrael, a Yisraelis Kitana uh, has Nus, that uh, she has to wait three months before she can get married to somebody else, we see that we're not Gozer Kitana Atu Gedola in our Mishnah, where we let, if they were Katanos, we let them go right back to their husbands. Samar Gidolam Rav, Hora No, the case in our Mishnah where they wife swapped, where they accidentally switched wives with each other, that's Hora Shah, that was a unique case, and therefore it was a one-time psak that they had to allow it. Says what? wait a second, Mechlal da Havai, do you mean to tell me the Mishnah was telling a story that actually happened? Hora Shah means like a circumstance came up, and therefore they had to pask in a certain way. The Mishnais in general aren't telling stories, the Mishnais are telling theoretical halachos, and uh, if it tells a story, it's, it will use the word Maisa Bishnayim Shekitshu or something like that. It doesn't, it wouldn't just say Shnayim Shekitshu. So what do you mean, Hora Do you, you mean to tell me the Mishnah actually happened? Ella Ke No, no, it wasn't an actual Hora We're saying that the din of the Mishnah would have the status of a Hora Hashah, and the reason it has the status of a Hora is because for people to switch wives by accident is not the most common thing to happen, thank God, and therefore they never had to be gozer, katana, atu gadola in such a case. But a regular maizaznos, that happens all the time unfortunately. So Shmuel holds, in the case of a normal act of znos, then we are gozer, atu, katana, atu gadola. This is a highly abnormal act of znos that our mission is describing and therefore we're not gozer, katana, atu gadola. That is all one version of Shmuel, where what, what we were able to deduce from Shmuel is that a basi Israel Kitana is, is going to need to wait the three months. So Lishna Achrina Amrila, that uh, we have another version of Shmuel, where Amr Shmuel Kulan Trich Zamtin Shosh Chadashim Chutz Migiorus Mushukraros Gedola Avok Talib Asrol Einat Trich Lamtin Shosh Chadashim that uh, another version of Shmuel says that everyone needs to wait three months except for a Giyores and a Mushukraros Gedola that they uh, that they don't have to uh, wait the three months. So it sounds from Shmuel Chutz Migiorus Mushukraros Gedola sounds like when it says Kulan Trich Zamtin it means all Gedolos but a Katana Shenivala even if she is a Bas Yisrael, would not need to wait three months, because Shmuel was only talking within the realm of Gedolos. But the implication of Shmuel is that a Katana, no Katana, not even a Katana Bas Yisrael, would need to wait the three months. So now, according to that version of Shmuel, that a Katana Bas Yisrael does not need to wait the three months in order, in order to get remarried. Bimai, what case is he talking about? Ib Miyun, if he's talking about where she was 
only married Midra Banan, she was Mima Enes. Ha'amr Shmuel Chadazimna. Shmuel already taught us that Mima Enes does not need to wait three months. So it would be obvious. I beget. And if he's talking about where she was married, Midra Rice, and she received the get, Ha'amr Shmuel Debaya. But that would be incorrect because Shmuel told us that a Katana that was married, Midra Rice, and received the get does need to wait the three months. Domer Shmuel, Miena Boeing, and Sukhlam, and Shosh Kadashim. If she did me, and she does not need to wait three months, but Nasan Laget, but if there was a real get, a real marriage, a real get, she needs to wait three months. Ella biznus. So rather, we're assuming like that it's a case of a katana bas Yisrael that was mezana, and the reason that uh, we were not gozer on a katana atu gedola, the same way we're gozer katana yotze beget atu gedola yotze beget is biznus bekatana lo shchiach. Even though znus in general is shchiach, znus by a katana is not shchiach, and therefore they were not. According to this version of Shmuel, they were not gozer that a katana has to wait three months because it's uncommon for a katana to have znus. So again, two versions of Shmuel. One version of Shmuel is that the katana does need to wait three months, and the reason she needs to wait three months after being mezane is that znus is something that's shchiach, so we're going to make zeros over such things. Second version of Shmuel is that a katana basisol, after being mezane, does not need to wait three months, and the reason she does not need to wait three months is because we're not gozer katana to gedola, because while znus might be shchiach, Znus of a katana is highly unusual, is not shchiach, so we're not going to make any gazeros in the case of Znus of a katana. So, frankly, Gemara, Gioris and Mushokreres, the shchiach buznus. So, when you're talking about a Gioris and Mushokreres that are gedolos, where it's common for them to have Znus ligzar, so shouldn't we require them to wait three months of Avchana in order to be able to distinguish between a Zera that's Nizra Bekadusha and Zera that's Nizra Shalom Bekadusha? So, why does Shmuel allow them to get remarried without waiting the three months? So, answers Gemara, who he holds like Rabbi Yossi, who assumes that way, that it says in the Brisa, if you have a convert or a captive or a shivcha, a maidservant that uh, gets redeemed or becomes uh, or converts or is freed, Rabbi Yehuda says they have to wait three months, but Rabbi Yossi says no need to wait three months, they can get remarried right away. And the Gemara is going to explain that the reason, the, the law logic for a BOC is because he holds that anyone who's Mizana is going to try to make sure she doesn't become pregnant. Meaning, if the concern is that she's had a bias nose, anyone who has a bias nose doesn't want to become pregnant from that bias nose. It would be terribly embarrassing to be pregnant from a bias nose. So you don't need to wait to the shlosh because presumably she used contraception, she used uh, or some method. We'll discuss two possible methods to make sure that that at the tashmish she was not becoming pregnant. So Shmuel holds like Rabbi and therefore allows her to get married without waiting the three chachayavchana, without waiting the three months. Rashi explains that even though Rabbi Yossi holds that even a Basi Yisraelitz Mazana also doesn't have to wait three months, meaning Rabbi Yossi doesn't only say this about a uh, Gioris and a Shivcha and a Shvuya, he says this about a Basi Yisrael as well, because anyone who's Mazana is Mishapechus Mazana will avoid becoming pregnant, but Shmuel holds like Rabbi Yossi that she does not, that Legabe Gioris, that she doesn't need to wait three months, but by a Basi Yisraelitz Mazana, he passes like Rabbi Yudha, that you do need to wait three months, because he was Gozer's Nus, Nisuin, meaning he holds of Rabbi Yossi Svara, that a woman will uh, will always try to avoid becoming pregnant when she's Mazana, but when it comes to a regular Bas Yisrael, he's going to make a Gzeira of Znus Atu Nisuin, that since by Nisuin you're going to require three months Mekar Adin, so so too when it comes to Znus, but by a Gioras or Meshukhrares, they never made such a Gzeira of Znus Atu Nisuin, because a Gioras and a Shivcha, even if they were Nisuos, if they were planning on uh, being Megayar, they were planning on being Meshtachrer, they would be extremely careful 
careful not to become pregnant before they gave us, before the shikhr, because they know that it's more than just uh, the embarrassment of becoming pregnant. They realize that they're about to go through a major life change, and they're going to need to be mavchin, bein zerash al-kedusha and zerash al-kedusha. They're going to need to be mavchin whether their child is a Jew or, or not a Jew. So there was no need to make gzeira in that case. When you're dealing with a regular bas Yisrael who's misaneh, so then we're going to make a gzeira of uh, znus atu, uh, atu nisuin. Even though in znus, people generally will try not to become pregnant. But when you're dealing with a gioras or a shivcha who realizes that there's a major difference whether she becomes pregnant now or becomes pregnant later. It's a difference in the yichus of the child. It's a difference when the child is going to need a gerus. It's a huge difference. So then it's not just stam that she'll try to do her best to make sure she's going to be absolutely certain that she doesn't become pregnant at this point in her life because that will be life-changing. That will make a, a, a huge a huge difference and therefore there's no such a gzeira when it came to a gioras. They only made such a gzeira when it came to a bas Yisrael. Amar Rabbi, my time with Rabbi Yossi, why is it that Rabbi Yossi allows a gioras or a shvui or a shivcha to get remarried without waiting three months? He assumes that when a woman is mezana, she'll use birth control. She'll be mishameshes b'moch. She'll take some sort of cotton that will absorb all of the uh, all of the zera and will prevent uh, the zera from entering into her rechem and impregnating her because she doesn't want to become pregnant from znus. Amle Abayis says, well, that, that means that she had the opportunity to plan for it, right? Meaning to say that she's mishameshes b'moch means that she knew she was going to be having tashmish and. She she, she made sure to protect herself from becoming pregnant. Well, Bishlam Gioras, that makes sense by a Gioras, Kivin to Daitilagure, Minteranafsha. Gerus doesn't happen in, in, you know, you don't snap your fingers and make Gerus happen. Some people think it, it will, you know, some people assume that, uh, you know, if their, uh, if their son falls in love with the Shiksa, that, uh, that it has to be. The rabbi has to make it a Gerus right away. My son's going to marry a non Jewish woman. Well, maybe the son shouldn't have dated a non Jewish woman. So uh, the, the, a Gerus is a process. Gerus is something that you have to show a certain level of uh, dedication and shmir sa mitzvos and capacity to fulfill the mitzvos going forward. And it takes a lot longer than most uh, Gerus candidates ever imagined it would when they start the process. So uh, since uh, it takes some time, so she knows it's coming up. She knows she's going to become a Gioras. So she'll be careful to uh, So yeah, that makes sense that she'll, uh, in advance, that she'll prepare to make sure she doesn't become pregnant. And by a woman who's in captivity and a shivcha as well, I understand that she doesn't need to wait three months. They'll generally will get a sense, if a woman is a shivcha, if a woman is a shvuya, she'll get a sense when it's coming close to the time where she's going to be freed, where things are going to change. And as it gets close to that time, she's going to be very careful not to become pregnant. But here's the problem. What if she was a shivcha and now she's freed not because the master was planning on freeing her. There was an accident that happened. He knocked out her tooth and the Puskin, the Torah says that if the master knocks out the Evet's tooth or knocks out the Evet's eye, that they have to free them. So it was, it was peta pitom. It happened uh, very suddenly. There was no way to, uh, to plan for it. So what are you going to tell me? That she was makbid in those last few months to be mishameshes b'moch in order to avoid becoming pregnant? She had no idea. She had no idea that she was going free. So, so, and therefore, how can Rabbi Yossi say she does not require three months of havchana because of this assumption that she's mishameshes b'moch? You can't make such an assumption when even 
and she had no idea that she was going to be going free. V'chitema called the memela. Moda Rabbi Yossi, maybe you'll tell me, yeah, hey, look at me, Rabbi Yossi would be Moda in the case of Shein Ayin that she needs to wait three months. Rabbi Yossi only said, you don't need to wait three months when it's something that would have been predictable and she could have planned ahead for. But Vatnan, we have a Mishnah, Anusa Umafuta, what about a case of Rahman al son? A woman is an Anusa, a man raped a woman. That is certainly something she could not have planned for. It is certain something she, certainly something she could not have anticipated. So certainly something she did not uh, bring proper contraception because she had no idea it was going to happen. And still Rabiosi says she's allowed to get married right away. She does not need to wait three months. So you see that even the something that's, uh, that comes very suddenly, Rabiosi holds you don't need to wait three months. So so this is very difficult since uh, she could not have protected herself from becoming pregnant. Why don't you have to wait the three months? I mean, she could not have been Mishameshes Pemoch. Elam Rabbais. Rabbais says, no, no, it's not about Mishameshes Pemoch. Mishameshes Pemoch involves some sort of preparation. There's something you could do immediately after Tashmish to prevent the pregnancy from happening. And that's what we're, that's what Abiyosi is assuming. That Isha Mizana, whenever a woman has any sort of Tashmish, uh, you know, willfully against her will, uh, it doesn't matter, but any sort Sort of tashmish that is not out of that is not in the context of marriage. She'll contort her body in such a way that all the zera will leave the beisarechem, so that she will not become pregnant. So even the yotzis b'shem ra'ayin, where she could not have prepared moch in advance. Um, I mean, nevertheless, since she's uh, she's not any tashmish she's having at that stage is not out of, is not in the context of marriage. She doesn't want to become pregnant from that. So uh, therefore, as soon as she has tashmish, She'll she'll uh, position her body in such a way where the zera is all going to uh, is all going to leave uh, and is not going to impregnate her. So since she was careful about not becoming pregnant, you don't need to wait three months. The idach and Rabbi Yehuda will say that that there's a big difference. We have to be choshesh that maybe she's not in the sabich yafi yafa. Being mishamish b'moch is very reliable, but being the contorting of body, meaning being mishamish b'moch is a real type of birth control. So that's very reliable, but uh, contorting her body to make sure that the Zerah leaves her body is not something that we can actually rely on. And therefore, Rabbi Yudu would say, a Giyoris, that's Niskayir, a Shavuya, Shaniftes, a Shivcha, Shanishtachar, does in fact, ha- do in fact need to wait the three months. Then we said in the Mishnah that if two people are Makadish, two different women, and at the time of the Chuppah, they, uh, they switch their wives with each other, so we said, Vim Hayu Kohanos, and if the women were Kohanos, then they become Pasul. So what does it mean, they become Pasul? So the Gemara's going to have three interpretations of what this means what this means. So first, Kohanos in Yisrael is low. It sounds like only if there were Benos Kohanim who married Kohanim that they become Asr to their husbands because they were uh, Nivelas to someone who was not their husbands. And the Allah is that Nesha's Kohen, even if it was a total Ones, if she's Nivelas to somebody else, she's Asura Labayla. But Yisrael is low. Yisrael is Abbas Yisrael that's married to a Kohen. Sounds like does not become Asur Labayla because she was uh, on account of being Nivelas to someone else. Uh, but Lechorah should have made her Asur Labayla. It's a very strange thing. Meaning, it shouldn't matter whether she's a Kohenist or Yisraelis. What matters is who her husband is. That if the husband is a Kohen, she becomes Asura to the Kohen by being with somebody else. Says the Gemara, Ema Imhayu Nishay Kohanim. No, it doesn't mean that they were Kohanos. It means that the men were Kohanim. So if the men were Kohanim and then they accidentally swapped wives, so then the women are going to become Asuras the Balayan because they're not allowed to go back in, uh, to, to the Kohen after they've been with somebody else. So it sounds like Nesheh Kohanim in, when it's Nesheh Kohanim, then they 
going to be also the Balein. But Nishay Yisraelim low, but if they're Nishay Yisraelim, they would not become possible to, to marry Kuhuna, that if their husbands would die, uh, then uh, they would not have a soul of marrying a Kohen after that. But wait a second, is that really true? Meaning, even if right now they're married to Yisraelim and they accidentally uh, switched husbands, they accidentally went home with the wrong guy, so granted they're allowed to go back to their Yisrael husband, but what happens when that Yisrael husband dies? Can they now marry a Kohen? And Alman is normally allowed to marry a Kohen, but this was a woman that was Mizana while she was Yisraelis. Rav Amram said in the name of Rav Sheshes, and he uh, lit up our eyes, he, uh, he, he enlightened us. From uh, from 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 a Mishnah that Eishes Yisrael Shenensa Avli Pishem Uteres the Baila Psulukuna that if Eishes Yisrael even Baones has Bia with somebody else, so granted she's allowed to go back to her husband, right? The pasuk says uh, by a sota v'hilo nitpasa that if a woman becomes a sota only if she was not nitpasa, only if it was not Baones, she becomes a sura the Baila. But if im uh, nitpasa, but if uh, she was Baones, then she's allowed to go back to her husband, but still. She She's going to be pasul lukuna when her husband dies. That we derive from the fact, the fact that the pasuk says uvas koin kisiel manu grusha v'zera ein la v'shava el beisavia kinura milechem avia tochel. So the Gemara darshins we can have later in the Masechta from the fact that it says tia almano ugrusha. We learn that dafka someone who has almanus v'gerushin ba, meaning someone that had kiddushin tia is a loshen of havaya, loshen of kiddushin. So she can go back to her father's house to eat truma, as opposed to akuti and. Evet, where there is no almanus and there is no gerushin, there's no kiddushin to begin with, and therefore if he dies or he divorces her, she doesn't have the status of an alman or a grusha and therefore she does not get to go back to her father's house and have chuma. So therefore even a woman who's nivala to chayave krisos, where there is no almanus, there is no gerushin because there's no tfisas kiddushin by uh, by Chayav Krisos. So she's going to become possible from Truma. And someone who's Nifsa and, and if she's possible from Truma, she's also Nifsa Lukuna. That's a Kalvachomer from Truma. And the, the Raya is that uh, the Mishnah says later on in Daphnun Gimel that someone who's Boel, one of the Arayos or one of the Psulos, uh, whether you do Peshogig or Mezid, it's possible Lukuna. It makes her possible Lukuna. So in Eishas Yisrael Shenensa, if you have a, 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 a wife of a Yisrael that, that is Nenas from another man, granted she's allowed to go back to her Yisrael husband, but if that marriage ever ends, if that husband ever dies, she's pasal l'kuna. So, uh, so how come in our Mishnah, what the Gemara is asking over here, how come in our Mishnah it says, im hayu kohanos, then they become pasal to kuhuna, they should become pasal l'kuna anyway, whether they were uh, bas Yisrael, married to Yisrael, they still become pasal l'kuna, by virtue of the fact that pa'ones, they had bia with another person. So amarava hachikamer, no, no, what our Mishnah means to Say is imayu kohanos nisuos liyisrael. If these were benos kohanim, even if they were married to Yisraelim, where the znos does not ask them to their husbands, nevertheless, if their husbands die without having uh, children, where the where other benos kohen would uh, would be able to go back to the truma of beis avien, would be allowed to go back to their fa- eating their father's truma nifsalum in a truma It's telling us that exact din that they become possible from eating their father's truma. They do not go back to eating truma because they're nifsal truma once they became niv 
difficult to someone who was puzzled to them while they were married to the Israel. And the Gemara Taka learns this din from the Pasuk. Like we explained, that she can only go back to her father's house if she uh, the, 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 the marriage ended and it was a marriage that uh, that was Havaya, that had its visas Kiddushin. But if she had Bia with somebody that was a Chiv Kares, she was married to one man, she had Bia with another man, that's it. She's done with Kahuna. She cannot be go back to a coin. She cannot go back to eat the truma of her father's house. So that's the Chiddush the Mishnah was telling me. Hadron Allah Arba Achin. Now we move on to the fourth parak of Mesachas Yevamah. So in the previous parakim, we were talking about the dinim of Yibum, that a guy dies, doesn't have any children. The brothers have to do Yibum on his on, on his wife to uh, to be Mekayim Hashem for the for the brother. And if he has children, then there's no mitzvah, there's no mitzvah Yibum. So in our parak, we're going to discuss what if the woman is pregnant. So do we assume that uh, if, if at the time that the husband died, they didn't have any children yet, there was no Vlad Bar Kayama, so she requires Yibum and she's not allowed to marry somebody else, um, and, uh, that an Uber is not going to pater from Chalitza and Yibum until Yatsala Avira Olam? Or do we say, no, you can't be Miyabim her, because if this Vlad is a Bar Kayama, then it will be Hover Adavlamafreya that the husband really had children and that the woman is not eligible for, yib- for Yibum. And if you did Yibum on her, you violated the Yisravesh Shalom. So Chazal were masakein, as we're going to soon see, that a Yavama cannot do chalitza nor yibum until you wait three months, because you don't know. Maybe she's pregnant. So the only way to make sure that she's not pregnant is by waiting three months and to see if she pops, to see if she uh, if she starts to uh, to show. So if uh, after three months you see that she's not showing, then you know that she's not pregnant. But if there's a possibility that she's pregnant, we don't do yibum or chalitza. So says the Mishnah, hacholitz liyivimto. If someone was a cholitz a yevama and he didn't know uh, beforehand that she was pregnant, and then v'nim says it turns out that she in fact was uh, was pregnant. Tulsa talks about it. Tulsa says that we must be talking about a case where he did the chalitza within the three months that they should have been waiting to do the chalitza. Because if it's after the three months, what do you want from the guy? Rov nashim, you know, we would have been able to tell just because she has a you know a, a, an unusual type of pregnancy or an unusual figure where you're not able to tell after three months so the guy shouldn't be punished everything we're, we're about to say now shouldn't apply to such a case so Tulsa says we're talking about a case where they did wrong they didn't do the right thing they should have waited three months they didn't wait three months he did chalitza on the Yavama and now now she turns out to be pregnant Viyolda and she gives birth if the Vlad is, an, is not a Suffolk Nafel, you see that he survives 30 days or you know that it was a full 9 month pregnancy so you know that uh, that, 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 uh, that, that she, the Yavama was an Ach that had children so the Chalitza is therefore totally invalid because you never required the Chalitza in the first place so the Halacha is normally if you do Chalitza on a woman not only is she Asura to you from then on all of her relatives are asura to you, and your relatives are, 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 are asura to her. But if the chalitza was totally invalid, she was pregnant, and it was a bar kayam, it was a perfectly viable pregnancy, so there was no chalitza, the chalitza was a joke, the chalitza was a game, it wasn't a real chalitza, and therefore you're mutter to each other's relatives. Velop, akuna, not only that, just like a grusha is pasalakuna, a chalitza is pasalakuna, but this woman's not a chalitza, because, uh, because the chalitza wasn't a real chalitza. But if the Vlad turns out not to be 
Bishal Kayama, the Vlad was a Nafel. So uh, it turns out that Shitaka didn't need Chalitza. Who Asr Bekrov Osev? He Asr Bekrov So Chalitza is a Chalitza. They're Asr to each other's relatives. Upsala bin Akuna. And she becomes Pasal Akuna, like a regular Chalitza. So the Chamim do not allow being Miyabim until after three months from the brother's death, because we have to be Choshish that maybe she was already pregnant from, uh, from the deceased uh, brother. And if she becomes uh, pregnant, if she was pregnant, then the, then the brother has Zerah, and she's Asura to, to do Yibum with, uh, with, with any of the other brothers. But once three months have passed, since by most women you'll be able to tell if she's pregnant, you're allowed to do Yibum. So now the Mishnah switches from talking about a case where you did Chalitza and it turned out she was pregnant, to a case where you did Yibum within three months before you knew if she was pregnant or not. Hakone says Yivimto. If a person does Yibum on the Yivama, and it turns out that she was already pregnant and she gave birth, if it was a Vlad that was Shel Kayama, so then uh, it turns out uh, the, she was Asura to the, to the Yavim with an Isser Erva, so Yotzi, the Yavim has to absolutely divorce her, the Chayavin Bekarban, and uh, they have to bring the Karban Chatos because they violated an Isser of Erva, so absolutely they need to bring a Karban, they made Vlad Shel Kayama, but if the Vlad is not Shel Kayama, the Vlad is only an Eifel, Yikayim, then they could stay married because then it turns out that they needed that she needed Yibum, that she was eligible for Yibum, so they did Yibum. Suffolk bin Tishalarishon, Suffolk bin Shivalachron. But let's say, that, yeah, she had a baby, and the baby is a Ben Kayama. You just don't know whose baby it was. That's the whole point. That's why you got to wait three months. They didn't wait three months, and now there's a baby, and they don't know if it was the deceased brother's baby or the living brother's baby. So Yotzi, so the Yavam has to divorce her because maybe it was his deceased brother's baby, and therefore there's no room for Yibum over here, so that he's, uh, he cannot stay married to this woman. But Vavlad Kasher, the Vlad is going to be Kasher Manavshach. If he's from the deceased brother, so good, so it was a regular marriage. And if he's from the uh, the living brother, so this, he's a function of, a, he's a product of a mitzvah's yibum. The Chayavin Basham Talui. And both of them are going to be Chayavin and Karben Basham Talui, because we have to be Choshesh that maybe the child was from the deceased brother, and therefore they both violated Eshes Akshlobamach Mitzvah. But they don't know that they violated Eshes Akshlobamach Mitzvah, because the child may be from the living brother, and there was a mitzvah of yibum. So in such a case, you don't bring the chatas, you bring an asham talui because they don't know whether they violated the avera or not. So itmar says the gemara, cholitz the muberes. If someone does chalitza on a woman who is pregnant, um, that uh, that if the vlad would be a ben kayama, she would not require chalitza vihipila. And then it turns out that she uh, miscarried the uh, the pregnancy. So it turns out that she taka did need the chalitza. So Rabbi Yochanan says she doesn't need any further chalitza. She's taken care of that chalitza worked. No, she, they did a chalitza while she was pregnant, and when they did not know that the pregnancy was an inviolable pregnancy, and therefore such a chalitza is invalid. Meaning fundamental machlokas. If you do chalitza on a muuberes, can the chalitza work? Certainly, if the, it turns out that the, that there was a viable pregnancy, chalitza would not work because chalitza is unnecessary. But if it turns out that it's not a viable pregnancy, so sh- this woman needs chalitza. Did that chalitza work? That was done during pregnancy. Rabbi Yochanan says you don't need chalitza. Chalitza muberes shma chalitza. Chalitza muberes counts as chalitza. Bias muberes shma bia. And similarly, if he did if he did yibum on her while she was a muberes, that would count as well. Reish Lagashamer tzui 
chalitza menachin, chalitza muveres loshma, chalitza bias muveres loshma bia. And Rish Lakish says she's still going to need chalitza from the brothers because chalitza of muveres is not a chalitza, and yibum on muveres is not a yibum. So we might come with me. What is the nekudas hamachlokas? Iba yisem krav, iba yisem svara. They could be arguing about a pasuk. They could be arguing about svara. Iba yisem svara. Rabbi Yochanan savar. Rabbi Yochanan holds that a chalitza muveres counts as a chalitza holds. Im yavo liyavi yomar da yabram mepulim apla. If Elio and Avi would come and tell us that this is not a viable pregnancy, wouldn't we know that she's chayiv in chalitza and yibum? So uh, therefore, the chalitza should be valid. So Ashtonami tigli milsel lemafreya. So now, although at the time we didn't know, but now later on she she had a miscarriage. So now we see that it was not a viable pregnancy. So it's a glory milsel lemafreya that it was a valid chalitza. Reish Lakish says maybe if Elio and Avi would come and tell. Us, then it would be a valid chalitza. But Elio Navi didn't tell us, and since at the time we didn't know, we don't go look uh, looking back retroactively to see whether it was a valid chalitza or not. Interesting discussion in Poskim. They both seem to be assuming that if Elio were to tell us, that we would trust him on such a thing. So that's a question in Poskim. The Gemara Babasia Dafnun Tes Loba Shemayimi that uh, we don't trust anything that comes Alpinavua in terms of halacha. So that's what most of the Achron Marzchayis and others say. Yeah, but this is a Metzius question. This is not halacha question. Elio and Avi would be clarifying for us, is she pregnant or is she not pregnant? We can trust Elio and Metzius. We just can't uh, trust them on halacha when there's otherwise a machlokas among the chachabim. Or there's another possibility that the Nukudus HaMachlok is really about a Pasuk. Rabbi Yochanan Savar Uven Ein Lo Amarachmana that the Torah says when the man dies without any children the woman needs even Chalitza and Halesle and this man didn't have any children because it wasn't a viable pregnancy. Rabbi Savar Uven Ein Lo Ayein Alav Uven Ein Lo means you have to look that they, they you have to look carefully maybe he has a son and calls man that she's pregnant and you don't know that that's a, an unviable pregnancy the Chalitza will not be a valid Chalitza even if it turns out out, that the baby was an Eiffel, it's not Mevarim Afreya that at the time of the Chalitza that uh, she required Chalitza because Kolzman that, that it's not Yodua Lanu, it's Ayena love. We view that as if there is a baby in the picture. Says Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan challenges Reish Lakish from the Reisha of our Mishnah. We said in the ratio of our Mishnah, the Vlad is not Shal Kayama, it's a Nefel, who Asu Bukrova Savi Asu Bukrova, when they did a Chalitza, then they're, uh, they're, they're, they're both Asu to, uh, to, uh, to each other's relatives. Upsalam and Akuna, she's Pasalakuna. According to me, that if you do a chalitza on a mubaris, it counts as a chalitza mishamachi psala. So I get why they're puzzled to each other, why she's puzzled lakuna, and why they're not allowed to marry each other's relatives, because they did a chalitza. But according to you, Reish Lakish, a chalitza mubaris is not a chalitza. They didn't really do a chalitza. So then I might psala min akuna. Why would she be puzzled lakuna? So Reish Lakish would respond, midraban luchum rabi alma. It's only a din midraban. It's not a chalitza at all. Ikeda Amri, Eser Yerushalayim Rabbi Yochanan. The Rabbi Reish Lakish is the one that challenges Rabbi Yochanan. Ena Vlad Shel Kayamo, who also brukrovas Savi, also brukrovav, said that if the baby is a nefel, they're also to each other's relatives. Upsalam and Akuna and pasuks from Kuna. Well, Bishlam the Didi Dami Nechalitzim Ubaris Loshma 
chalitza. According to me, that it's not a chalitza. Hainu dektani psalim in a kuna lechumra. I get why she's pasul lekuna. That's a chumra. But lo katani enitzri chalitza mina achin. And it also makes sense that it doesn't say that she does not require chalitza mina achin because I hold that the chalitza was invalid. So she will need another chalitza from the other brother still. But according to you, that the chalitza they did was already good. Enitzri chalitza mina achin mibayle. It should have mentioned that she doesn't need any further chalitza. Samalei, Rabbi Yochanan will respond, Enochinami, Vaitanaresha, Lo Psala, Tanaseifa Psala. Enochinami, he should have said that she still requires for the chalitza, but we're just using the same terminology we use in the case of the Resha. So we're contrasting Psala and Lo Psala. So Eisvei, Rabbi Yochanan, Rishlakish, Rabbi Yochanan challenges Rishlakish further. Enochlat Shel Kayama, Yekayim. If the Vlad is not Shel Kayama, and they already did Yibum, we said that they're allowed to stay married. According to me, that a yibum on a muberis counts as a yibum mishamachik katani yikayim. That's why they could stay married. El lididach. But according to you, that yibum on a muberis doesn't count. Da'amr chalitza muberis loshem chalitza ubias muberis loshem abia yachsor v'yivol v'yikayim yibayle. It shouldn't just say that they could stay married. It should say that you got to do a new yibum so that they could stay married. So my yikayim. No, Reish Lakish will respond. You know what it means when it says yikayim? It means yachsor v'yivol v'yikayim. That obviously you need to do that. Otherwise, it's not going to work. According to me, it makes sense that they would say Yikayim means Yachsor V'yivol V'yikayim, that you got to do a new Yibum. But according to you, Rabbi Yochanan, the Chalitza's Muberes counts as a Chalitza. Why does he use the Lashon of, of, of Yikayim? As if they must stay married. After all, if they already did yibum, ratzah yotzi. If he wants, he can uh, he can give her a get because he already did yibum. A ratzah yikayim, or they could stay married. We violate. That's what it should have said. So he says, yeah, enochinami. I did tanareisha yotzi, tanami sefer yikayim. He uses the term yikayim, even though that may not be the only option. That he also has the option of being motzi her with a get as uh, as well. That Hashem will go with one more challenge and uh, meisve tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah. 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 Yeah.